Welcome to Humble Bazooka, the video game podcast. I am El Blanco Gigante. Joining me tonight is Doomy Doomer. Hey. And The Pest. Hello. What's happening, gentlemen? Uh, not a whole lot. Duff. No? Pretty exciting last couple of weeks for me. That's Just good. Announcement-wise. Ah. So what are you playing, then? Um. At the moment. So... I've with last year's Persona Five, I have been in a Persona mood, wanting to play mm-hmm. more. So I went and got uh, Persona Q, which was a game for the 3DS. Mm-hmm. It was a mix between Persona style of combat and Etrian Odyssey gameplay, which is dungeon crawlers where you make your own map as you go. Ooh. Um, so. I played it when it came out back in 2014. Mm-hmm. I got all the way to the end of the game, end of the first part of the game. And the the game up until that point had let me play a certain playstyle. The whole basis of the game is the characters from Persona 3 and Persona 4 come together. Okay. So you have this huge cast of characters to pick from. You get to create a party of five, and you go through these dungeons. Oh, like the TV show. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, so the game let me play with a certain set of characters and never told me I was wrong until I got all the way to the final boss and then told me I couldn't play it like that anymore. And uh. it's it's the type of game where the characters you aren't using don't earn experience. So while I had all these characters up to like levels 50, 60, 70 taken on the final boss, everyone else was still like 25, 30. Oh no. So I got really mad at the game for that. And then during one of my DS data transfers, everything fucked up and I lost all the data. So I said, no, I'm done. Fuck this. I'm not doing it again. Uh, Jeez, that sucks. So now I'm doing it again. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I've had three years to calm down, four years to calm down, um, and plus <laughs> that's a good that's a that's a good good cool down period. Yeah, and plus last year they announced Persona Q2 with the Persona 5 characters, uh, so I want to wrap this up just in case the two titles are connected. Word. That has been all of my gaming for the last two weeks. Ooh. Wow. I finally finished uh, Wolfenstein 2. Oh, nice. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Very much enjoyed the game. And I've been kind of wandering, just mopping up little side quests and stuff in it. Um, but I might, I'll probably be switching to, uh, to, to something new soon. Um, just, to, uh, just to jump around, I guess, into something else. Anything in um, mind? Well, I was looking, since uh, there's the flash sale going on in the PSN, mm. I might get Soma. I think you'll like it. Actually, no, wait. Uh, I, you know what? I don't know if you will like it because you don't like um, Amnesia. Amnesia? Which one was that one? I'm sorry. Horror game? First person? Yeah, yeah, isn't that the one we were just talking about? I was talking about Outlast. Outlast. Oh, they, those two bleed together so much. <laughs> they came out right around the same time. So, I did not play Amnesia. Okay, Outlast. It's kind of like Outlast and like the scares and like the... There's times when you have to, like, sneak around. 
so the thing mm. doesn't get you. It's really, really good though. I liked it a lot. It scared the crap out of me. I don't mind the scares. I didn't like what I didn't like in about Outlast was I had to constantly run and hide. Yeah. You don't have to do that constantly in Soma. And that I don't like. I, I hate having to run and hide constantly. Well, yeah, you no. didn't have to do that in Outlast if you were good enough. <laughs> I don't remember. To be honest. I uh, some weird lump of a dude wandering around or something. Well, I oh. remember that scene, the boiler room down the basement or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that part was kind of crappy. I gotta say that is one of, that that's it holds a special place in my heart, uh, mainly because the two main antagonists of that games have such disappointingly dialogue benign names <laughs> and dialogue. Oh. <laughs> well. Because the the big hulking man is just cr- named Chris, and the uh, the actual main antagonist is Billy. <laughs> That's what really turned that from fr- from a horror game to just like okay, let's let's go on the romp of Billy and Chris and see where this ends. <laughs> All right, well then maybe I'll get Town of Light instead. I don't know that one. Same here. Looks like a neat kind of like. Uh, so you've only been playing Wolfenstein. Yeah. Can I go now? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm still playing for the PC. I'm still playing Assassin's Creed. <laughs> uh, Origins. I don't know if I'm going to finish. Honestly, um, it's okay, but I'm getting bored. So I don't know if I'm going to finish. Honestly, which is fine though, because I got it really cheap, and I've already put like 30 hours or so into it. Mm. 40 hours. That's Amazing, I think, for an Assassin's Creed game by itself. Um, yeah, that's a good, decent amount of ch- time. Yeah. I was going to say, just in general, it's a decent chunk of time. I mean, I don't remember what I put into it. But I didn't finish either. But I uh, I found out how it was ending, and I was like, I just don't want to do that. That's kind of where it's going for me as well. And I'm just, <laughs> just kind of like, eh. like, I don't even have most of the map unlocked yet, I think. I think I'm on only level 32. Oh, uh, Okay. Yeah, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I, I don't know what else to say. Then it's it's so you know what I mean. I like certain aspects of the game. Like I really like the the tomb raiding stuff you do with the pyramids. Um, mm-hmm. I initially liked the investigation aspect, but now it's kind of just like eh, annoying. Um, There's the ancient mechanisms that you can activate. Yeah, that's very cool. Uh, that's very cool. I mean, the Sphinx going underneath the Sphinx is cool. Mm-hmm. I dig that. Dig it. You know. Oh, I see what you did there. Oh, I wasn't trying to. <laughs> so I'm playing that, and I'm playing a bunch of old retro games. Uh, and it, it kind of goes into what I did today. So I'll, you know, we can talk about that, I guess. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm playing for the Saturn Sega Rally, Virtual Player 1 Oh, my two. God, Sega Rally. <laughs> <laughs> Fighters, Mega Mix, uh, and Knights into Dreams. Not familiar. You wow. know, that game like used to infuriate the fuck out of me. Sega Rally? No, Nights, Nights into Dreams. Um, I'm just okay with the fact that I'm never gonna get anything better than the C. That's uh, that was the thing. I was like, I was like, fine, fine. You know what? I'll I'll I'll, I'll just take a C. I'm doing that amazing. Be- I'm doing that amazing. was the best I got. I got a C. <laughs> Yeah, that was the best I ever got. But I mean, like there were, and that was like after a lot of tries, yeah. a lot of fails. Yeah, you think you're doing so well, and all of a sudden it ends, and you, you, did, you did not do very well. 
At least not and I'm by like, the, what did I, the standards. What did I do? Yeah. Um, that was the yeah. problem with Knights, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still fun. Yeah. You know? um, so I'm playing that. I'm playing for the Genesis. I'm playing Golden Axe, Altered Beast. And oh, I wow. played a little tiny bit of Fantasy Star 4. Hmm. Just a smidge. Fantasy um, Star 4, God. Yeah. That's uh, an old one. It, it's Fantasy, Fantasy Star is a good series. It just never really... I always played them for a little bit and then didn't stick with it. So I didn't know what the hell was going on. Uh, I'm also playing old arcade games. I was playing Robotron, uh, GB, Whoa. which is Breakout. I'm not Robotron. a Robotron. I'm not a Robotron fan at all. I played it because it was there. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just too hard to coordinate the two sticks. Uh, if it was well. under my thumbs, I, I'd have a better <laughs> chance. Is that the uh, yeah? I say you, you just you just had to just run and just shoot in every direction at once. <laughs> Yes, and, and, and save. It's kind of like Defender in a way. It's like Defender, but pointing in all directions and then picking up the people, hopefully not shooting them or having them get killed. Um, I played Defender, and I forgot I how... I love Defender. You know, I forgot how freaking hard that game is in the arcade. Like, the stick only goes up and down. And yeah, that's all, yeah. And then there's a, a reverse button, and then there's also a thrust, so... Let's say you want to go backwards. You can hit reverse, but then you got to remember to hit thrust again. And I kept forgetting to hit thrust again. I thought, okay, reverse is also like reverse thrust. No. So I didn't last too damn long in that game. Um, and I'm, I played Donkey Kong, which is just, you know. Well, now you can be the new world record holder. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> There's no way. Mitchell. There's no way in hell. I'm so awful at these old games. In particular, like these old games, I, I'm so bad at. No, they're the greatest. The new stuff is shit. You know, Doomy, I think we should have Pest play through some of the old games. I well, have. They're awful. I was going to say, I, no, gave no, him, I, I gave him that thing. I, I mean, like, I really think he should, like... You, you did start... give me that thing to play Super Metroid, and you know what? I haven't turned it on. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we should have, like... Like pests start with like Castlevania one and go straight through Castlevania two. Oh God! I have the started the original Castlevania. He started, but I think we should have him finish. Because that was one of the games in my NES Classic. <laughs> yes, but along I think with should... number two. Two's great. Si- si- Simon's Quest was awesome, yeah. and I think I think we should have him at least start and finish Simon's Quest, and then come back and tell well, us. I, hit, 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 regale us with his tales of woe. Well, not only that, but what about all those incredible like RPGs that the old Nintendo had, like Dragon Warrior? Like, come on. Those are like <laughs> the predecessor to what Pokemon is. Uh, yeah, but see, the thing is, I've played Pokemon now. <laughs> Dragon Warrior is a lot of fun, though. Look, as, as much as Pokemon it. Red and Blue hold a special place in my heart, they are broken, sloppy messes, holy shit. Yeah. Well, Pokemon aside, I think uh, you have one month to one finish month? Simon's Quest. Oh, Simon's Quest. Yeah, okay. You could That's probably cute. finish it in eight hours. Probably less than that. Huh. I forget what the time you, frame I'm is. Glad like. you yeah. overestimated tra- me. So I'm trying to give him like you know some some buffer. Just remember, when you get the one crystal, kneel down. A thing will appear. Steps will appear out of the ground for you. Okay. Otherwise, uh-huh. you'll just fall in and, and die. Yep. 
I think I'm you know what? In a month, in a month's time, I might think about Simon's Quest. And then we could have him play Metroid. I will never play Metroid. Wait, so past how old were you in 1986? Uh, I don't even think my parents are married yet. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah. In 1986, I believe my mother was still in high school. Wow. Oh, all right. Uh, no, she had just graduated. Okay. Okay. That's groovy. Fair enough. Fair enough. So there's there's the point I'm, I'm making. You know. I was still in grade school. Yes, so. you're old as hell. I get it. No, it's kind of hard for me to play. <laughs> yes, Doomy is old as hell. <laughs> it's kind of hard for me to play like newer games that are, you know, I don't it's know. Okay, everyone gets stuck in the past at some point. Well, that's why I think we should have we should do a segment where we have Pest play like, you know, complete an old game to, so he can see what he, he missed. He literally has like every single old game ever. Well, that's what I'm saying. We should have him complete, a game, you know, finish it out. I, I think you're right. I will play. I will play and finish Pokemon Pinball for the game for, no. the, for the Game Boy Color. No, 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 no. Do me and I will pick, Great. and then you can come back and give us your rant of how awesome it was. Can't wait to see what shit I can put up with. But let's you know, do this. Come on. He's At got. The end of the he's podcast, got a, Think about it. Give me. A, give me a game. Well, he's got like the old arcade games too on there. So he's got quite a quite a different like. Uh, you know what I mean? It doesn't just have to. be... I know, but let's be nice and start with Nintendo. I think it'd be nicer to give him an arcade because he he can keep putting the quarters in if he doesn't win. Nintendo. He, yeah, he'll eventually just keep dying. That's why I think we should start. With. He, past, oh, I got it, it. I got it. Back to the Future for the old Nintendo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. This will be fun. I'm pretty sure I made sure that game worked, by the way, before I delivered that NES All right. Pie. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so back to the future. Let me write this down or I'll never remember. I don't think he's really writing it down. I am. Joke's on he's you. He's writing it down. In the air. He's he's doing it for the show. He's spelling cocks. <laughs> <laughs> Blanco and Doomy are cocks. <laughs> All right, so that's what I'm playing. I'm playing a bunch of old stuff because um, the Franklin Institute near me is doing a Game Masters uh, exhibit, and it's like all these old, you know, old games and new games all come together in this, this one big old set of rooms, and they have old arcades set up, and for the most part, the arcades, they were spot on, like the quality and like the, uh, they just like looked like new <laughs> compared to the nice <laughs> thank that's <laughs> just posted a picture in our discord it says back to the future you dicks i like it okay <laughs> anyway uh yeah so like such nice handwriting all the all these decades gone by of gaming they pretty much put together several pieces in, in this uh, exhibit and it's it's awesome uh, and a lot of times people say you know games aren't art i don't know i beg to differ I think, I think they are they are art in their own way, and I don't know. It was a really cool exhibit. I really enjoyed the arcades because, like I was saying, the machines themselves were, were better taken care of than the controllers they had hooked up on like playstations. Holy oh, well. crap! Where they all beat the hell. Beat Which the one do you think costs more to replace? Ah, uh, well, I I know I know arcade sticks cost a lot of money actually for the for the good ones. So probably the arcade sticks. 
Yeah, I think it's a wash. I think you probably get a good arcade stick for about 50, 60 bucks. Uh, well, the arcade sticks were meant to stand last. up to some, oh, yeah, to some, you know, that's to cheaper some than a replacement Nintendo controller now. Like the the sticks on Robotron were just spot on. They were like solid. Like they felt brand new. They could have been brand new. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, they had all the old arcades from like Namco. Uh, they had some stuff from Nintendo. In each section, they had the um, developers' names. So Miyamoto was up there. Oh. Uh, on Donkey Kongs, and you know they, they had stuff for Pac-Man there, and there's like little history of the developers on these plaques. Um, what really surprised me, and I didn't know this, there was a Tim Schafer wall. And nice. Yeah, uh, there was oh. a whole section on his stuff. Like a whole quarter of the room was dedicated to, um, you know, that company. I can't freaking remember the name right Double now. Double Fine Productions. Thank you, Double Fine, but also Lucas Arts because they were they were working with Lucas Arts for a while. Right. Yeah. So did they do Monkey Island? They did. Yep. Escape from Yeah. Okay. Return or Escape? I can't remember. If it was, I always get the name wrong. But yeah, they did the Monkey Island. They did uh, Day of the Tentacle. Stuff that, like that was great. Yeah, Broken Age. Yeah. So the whole se whole section set up, and his story was really cool because apparently he botched his interview with Lucas Arts. It was awful. Um, so no to, kidding. Yeah. To rectify it, he r did a storyboard of how it should have went and sent that in. <laughs> That's brilliant. Yeah, I have pictures of it. It's it's really cool. Um, and I'm, I'm probably not explaining that perfectly, but you get the idea. It is very a piece of history. You know what I mean? That's just really cool. Uh, so yeah, they they went all the way up to the current consoles. I was playing Diablo three on a busted PS4 controller for like two <laughs> seconds. I threw it away. Um, but yeah, I played like Golden Axe. Uh, Know, uh, Ultra Beasts. I was playing all the old Genesis stuff. Rise from your grave. It was just really cool. Um, I think they did a really good job to fill the space as well. So yeah, it, it's uh, I think it's thirty bucks if you don't have a membership to get in, uh, and mm -hmm. then after five, I think it's like twenty bucks. So totally worth your time. Take your kids, take your husbands, take your wives. It's awesome. Really enjoyed it. Must what if you don't have kids? Can you still go? No. Yes, oh. yes you can. I, I saw plenty of people there just, you know, by themselves. Yay! Yeah, so it was cool. I'll talk Mrs. Blanco into going. I do have other news, though. If you guys have oh. news. Are you guys ready to move to the news? Into sure. news? No, sure. I mean, I didn't know if you were done the Franklin stuff. Yeah, no, it was great. Um, I was going to do a write-up about it on, on, uh, on our website. We'll see if I feel like it. But All right. My wife took a bunch of pictures of everything and some of the plaques and it's some things you weren't allowed to take pictures of, so we tried to really not do that. Yeah, I think because they want you to pay to get in to see. So I didn't want to really like. What, I, mean, I thought you just paid to get in already. I did, but I don't think they want me to spoil. You know what I mean? It's part of the. Thing, part of the if you see all the pictures on Facebook, you're gonna go, oh, okay. I don't have to pay to go there now. It's like a let's play. Let's play Franklin Institute. <laughs> yeah, I would still want to go. That's what though. they should have called it. <laughs> yeah. That would have been funny. We should do that. We should do let's play. I mean, this goes on until this goes on until September third, I think. Yeah, it's gonna be there for a while. Oh, nice. So anybody in the Philly area, yep, you know where the Franklin Institute is. Yeah, you you should. Yeah. Come on. Uh, another bit of news here that really sparked my interest is the Miss Twenty Fifth Anniversary Collection. Uh, it's dun dun dun. Yeah, it's gonna be on Kickstarter, um, and you know, there's, obviously, there's different. Uh, what do you call it? Levels. 
uh, goals mm-hmm. or whatever. But I think you get pretty much all the games. Uh, it goes from like Mist, Riven, three, four, five, uh, Uru, which I've never heard of, and then Real Mist, which I already own actually. And they're going to be able to be running on current platforms, Windows 10, uh, through Steam and good old games. And I think wow. the pledge, yeah, it's actually a great deal. The pledge is only forty nine dollars, and that might seem like a lot, but you're getting no, that doesn't seem like a lot. That's, that does hours. not seem like a lot. You're getting hours and hours of content here. I mean, so much, <laughs> totally worth did it. Did you did you kickstart it, or I mean, did you join in the kickstart? I have not, not yet. I probably I'm still will. debating. There's forty days, so I'm not. No, I'm not debating. I just uh, I forgot about it, to tell you the truth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're on. We're well, you got a computer now. Why don't you just go ahead and log oh, on? Oh no, no, I'm doing the news. I'm doing the news. So that, that okay. that's obviously awesome. Uh, and obviously, when, when we post news, we have like metrics on what really gets reached on Facebook. And this mm-hmm. one got quite a bit of uh, outreach, which is nice. Well, the game cool. missed was phenomenal. I mean, I had that for so many systems. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, I think I have it for. I have it for the. I think I have it for the Saturn, the PlayStation, the PC, the Mac. I have it for the DS. I have it for... Oh, I forgot I have it for the DS. I, Shit. I, I feel like I have it for the phone, like the old iPhone, iOS, back when I had an iPhone. Oh, I might have I might have bought it on my iPhone, too. Yeah. Uh, I swear I probably have it for something else. That I'm, oh, Jaguar. I have it for Jaguar. I, ha- I had it for the Jaguar. Yeah, I have Jaguar it for the Saturn. CD. Yeah. I'm looking right at it. Hello. <laughs> so that's yeah, cool. I, I think it's. Really that was cool. one of those games you just kept rebuying. <laughs> I, I have no regrets. You know what I mean? I have no regrets. No, I'm not, that. Yeah. it's like Psychonauts. I, I have Psychonauts for a couple different consoles. I you know, I almost bought that the other day. I have Resident Evil Four for several consoles, and you know what? I did not buy that. I have no regrets of that either. I have Code Veronica. Okay, I have that for the Dreamcast. That's all. That's that's my last Resident Evil. Are you into Resident Evil Pest? No. Jesus. But I have a friend who's who like deep dives into that lore. Asking for a friend. Does the friend also like uh, Evil Within? Hmm? He does? Did you ask if my friend did? Yes, I'm asking if they also like Evil Within. Uh, no, they did not, I believe. Oh. Interesting. Uh, moving on. Uh, so there's a rumor. I th- actually, I don't think it's a rumor anymore. I think it was confirmed. Elder Scrolls Three uh, Morrowind is coming to Xbox One via backwards compatibility, along with four other games. Destroy all humans. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say this is a bit, bit of my news. It's actually 19 titles. Yes, it's part of. Uh, originally, it was going to be 16, I think. But now it's 19. Um, do you know the list? I do. Okay, I want you to riddle that off. Alright, so the next round of backwards compatible titles will be divided up into two batches, the first of which will arrive next week on April 17th. That batch will include Elder Scrolls III Morrowind, uh, as well as Conquer's Bad Fur Day, Conquer, uh, <laughs> the, the remake, I'm sorry, Conquer Live and Reloaded, um, Jade Empire, Blinks the Time Sweeper, and Panzer Dragoon Orta. Uh, huh. so the second batch of backwards compatible games will be on April 26th, which includes... Destroy All Humans, MX Unleashed, Full Spectrum Warrior, and shit ton of Star Wars games. Uh, Jedi Knight, Jedi Academy, uh, the original Battlefront, and the original Battlefront 2, 
Republic Commando, Jedi Starfighter, and Knights of the Old Republic 2. Oh, there it is. Oh, Coats will be good. So the second one, not the first? The first one's already there. That's right. That's right. I think somebody said that on our Facebook page. I think uh, Squirrel did, actually, from Super Podcasto. Yeah, so I will be uh, I will be playing Morrowind again. You know, it's funny. I also have been playing Morrowind. I forgot to mention that. Um, Squirrel mentioned that it has not aged well, and I will agree that mm. visually <laughs> no. uh, the game it has not aged well. It's one of those games that even when it came out, it was tough because it was all based on like stats, like super based on stats versus like the newer games where when you swing your sword at something, no matter what, it's going to hit and do some kind of damage. As we're in Morrowind, you swing your sword, you could probably be killed by a, a worm in the very beginning of the game and, and not be able to hit it with your sword because your, your stats aren't high enough. <laughs> just keep missing. Oh, yeah. Miss, miss, oh, miss, okay. miss. <laughs> And that thing, will, that little worm, will just kill you in that cave. Um, so, yeah, it, it definitely has aged. It hasn't aged well in regards like to visuals and that. But you can actually get mods for this thing to make it look relatively okay. And that's what I've been doing <laughs> we're, we're on PC. On PC, sorry, yes, on PC, and that, that's what I've been doing um, this past week. Uh, I've I been sort of like off and on putting mods into this game and it's turning out pretty good you know it, it runs great now it runs in full hd on my monitor um widescreen and you know i don't mind that it's not like oblivion or skyrim graphics but you know i'm i'm fine with vanilla but it's just cool that you can extend all, all these old games and give them new life and it's awesome that this is going to be backwards compatible yeah backwards compatibility is almost never a bad thing no you know, I'm, I'm actually really, I'm happy that, that Microsoft is doing this. It's it's really kind of cool. Yeah, as much as I it like is, to it uh, is cool. suck off Nintendo, I mean, they, <laughs> Microsoft is really the only one embracing backwards compatibility right now. And cross-platform play. Like, I would just play yeah. Halo 5 on the PC. I'm not really sure why he did that, but yeah. Uh, I just wanted <laughs> to see. I know, I know. Well, you know what is Forge? It was Forge, so it's building. It's like playing with okay. Legos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, okay. that's my excuse. But the cool thing there is that uh, I had boards that I forgot I had built on the Xbox One when this game came out. Uh, they were imported automatically into my PC install of Halo 5. That's kind of cool. Very cool. Yep. Uh, another bit of news. Have you guys heard the rumor about the PS5 coming out? Do tell. So there was, there's always rumors. You know, it's been five years since the PS4 uh, released. They're almost, almost five years at this point. So people are speculating that the new PS5 is going to come out next year or soon thereafter. Uh, it sounds like it's a little more ways off, according to developers uh, that Kotaku has been talking to. Um, they got a bunch of different, like, secondhand rumors, and they also got, like, actual specific like talking points with developers that they're, they're close with and these developers are close with plans for the new PS5 and they say there's not even dev kits yet so dev kits are like a spoken gun for a new console release and if there's no dev kits then there's n there's no games there's no <laughs> there's no development <laughs> well, yeah just, right. the, just the fact that the PS4 Pro is so still relatively new yeah I think they are at least like Including, this, including this show, 
two E3s off from I would think even so too. mentioning it. Yeah, I think it's suicide if they tried to do something like this uh, now. Uh, there, there's no need no. for it. There's no need there'd for be, it. Yeah, there'd be a, a, a fraction of people who would try to revolt. Like, you just made me buy a pro, and now it's obsolete. Right. Yeah. I mean, because we're... Let me say, what's this, 2018? Yeah, so we're coming up to the five-year... In October? Yeah, uh, November. We're definitely getting there. Yeah. yeah November, 5th, November 15th will be the uh, five-year mark for the for the original PlayStation. Um, but I don't remember when the Pro came out. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Pro came out. I'm looking at it. Well, you can't oh, really 2016. count. You really can't 2016, count. 2016, so. The Pro. Yeah, but you really can't count the Pro as its own console. Um, it's still running. No, it's an uh, incremental upgrade. Yeah. Um, I, I think what's interesting, though, is that the uh, these, these second-hand rumors that they've heard at GDC about Sony holding meetings with you know, various people and reps um, and talking about a time frame of 2020 and the lack of PS4 support, game support on the console. And apparently that's sort of kind of a sketch thing. These are really, like, floaty rumors, <clears throat> and who the hell knows, you know what I mean? Hardware changes yeah. so often. Um, rumors are fun, though. Yeah, no, exactly. buy your system, give them games, give them reasons. Don't just yeah. put out a new system and say, this will fix it. And the old... Um, the old guy who ran Sony, uh, or the PlayStation side of Sony, I forget his name. He's a British guy, I believe. Had a goatee. Can't remember uh, his name. Oh, yeah. Sean. Um, yeah, little, Sean. Little elf-looking fucker. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you you know who I'm talking about. Um, he was saying that the disc media is not going to go anywhere t anytime soon because they need to make the next console work across the board for up-and-coming countries, not just, you know, one thing. Layden. Oh, there it oh is. God, thank there it is. <sighs> is it Sean Layden? Yeah. He, he, he's, uh, he's, uh, CEO and president of, uh, Sony. No, Interactive. it's, I'm not, no, I'm sorry. It's not Sean Layden. There's another guy. Um, Andrew House, I believe was his name. That sounds right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I actually thought he was still working for Sony, but I, I, when did he leave? <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. <laughs> Yesterday? Yeah, it's weird. Um, but anyway, yeah, so... Let's look it up. He was saying that uh, he, he can he doesn't see the disc media going away anytime soon like it, like PCs have done because uh, consoles need to work in up-and-coming countries or, or markets where you're still going to need that physical thing because the Internet's not as fast or, you know, what have you. Uh, so he thinks that the disc media is going to stay for quite a while on consoles versus... Uh, you know, other things. Like, even digital downloads on the the Switch, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Do you guys mostly Did digital you? download at this point, or do you mostly buy physical? Um, I try to do digital. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably 70-30. Yeah, <clears throat> so you're more, you're more hardware, or um, physical. Yeah, because it c you can find a better, cheaper sale. It's true, and that's the interesting thing people are talking about right now um, and one of the misconceptions I think is going around is like oh well publishers really want to lower the pricing of digital downloads but because of the physical they can't and it's like no they don't they don't want to lower prices they only <laughs> want to raise prices it's crazy That's yeah really I, crazy I don't uh, mind digital I think it's nice to have options you know like I, I have yes. a DVD ROM drive in my PC but I don't have a blu-ray 
Um, but PC games don't ship on Blu-ray, or at least not that I know of. And it's funny, whenever I get a disc, it's usually like three gigs of whatever, and then the rest downloads from Steam. <laughs> but it lets me get a discount because it's a physical item which has a shelf life versus a digital which does not have a shelf life. Right. Very, very interesting stuff. Yeah. I, it, the other thing I, I need to work out is lending... Um if they, you know, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure someday it'll cut over that physical media be gone. They got to figure out a way to be able to lend games, of, you know, to each other. You can't you can't do it on Steam now? So why would you be able to do it? I think it's just one of those things where we're gonna we're gonna lose the ability to lend out the games. So see, I don't. I find that to be unacceptable. Yeah, you do, but you're old That's like me. You're, yeah. And yeah, the, and the kids don't care. <laughs> Wait, I couldn't hear Pat. Pat, get closer to your mic. I was just saying he took the goddamn words out of my mouth. I was just going to make another old people joke. Yeah, ah. it's it's sad, but it's true. Like the the like my oldest is fifteen, and I I have rebought games just for him to play that I already own. It's just the way of PC, and I think um, it's going to be the way. Of well, I think eventually. that's something they need to. I don't know. I think it's something they need to address. It'd be great if they did. I don't think they're gonna. I don't see why how how it's that big of a deal. Well, because it cuts the profit in half. I, if you have two people, if you have three people, you know what I mean. It gets worse and worse down down the line. But wait, how's that any different than if I handed my disc to somebody and said, "Here, you got to try this game"? Because any way they can stop you from doing something like that, it's it's a profit. So unfortunately, they can't stop you from doing that or selling your disc like um, to GameStop. But the fact that they can do that with digital, why would they relinquish that control? Well, I mean, what if you don't like? What if you? What if you? you know, I don't know. Did you guys see that we might be going to war? With? Uh, probably Russia. <laughs> we're, were we talking oh. about real life stuff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I, I just saw it pop up on newsfeed. We're sent. We're sending missile strikes to Syria. Oh. I thought. I thought they had a peaceful. That's interesting. I thought. Oh, it good. Carry on. Sorry. Brief existential crisis. Yeah, I, yeah, no, I, I can't process. Uh, I can't process yeah. the rest of the world right now when we're talking about video games. I need. That's. This is my happy place. <laughs> that. That's fair. I just didn't want anyone to be blindsided. Carry on. So, uh, you know, talking about the news, actually, it's a good segue here because uh, you've all heard about the Facebook leaks. Um, yes. Of the, mm-hmm. the Cambridge, whatever, whatever. Analytica. Yeah, yeah. and. I honestly, I'm not an expert on what the hell happened. It sounded like there was data that was there for the grav, and this company took it. I think that's well, kind of, sort of. There was um, there was a survey that was sent out to people that people had to agree to. Um, we're talking about maybe a couple tens of thousands, maybe a couple hundreds of thousands of people were sent this survey. Uh, these people agreed to take these sur- take the survey, and once they agreed to, you know, give their information. Uh, Cambridge Analytica went in and took all of the information for them and anyone on their friends list. Ah, so I know exactly what this is now because I saw my friend Corey post this. And thanks, Corey. Thanks a lot if you listen to the show. Really appreciate it, guy. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so a lot of companies now are doing a lot of these backwards pulls of the privacy policies. They're making things more private. Uh, at least they're on paper. It looks like they're doing. They're making motions for these things. And Steam, uh, and Valve, uh, actually is doing that with Steam. They have made every gamer profile private by default. Good. 
And it's interesting because a lot of people are crying about it because it hurts a company called Steam Spy. Uh, and Steam Spy crawls public st uh, Steam profiles, and it helps them estimate game sales, among other things. Um, <laughs> yeah, and and without the users being primarily open, it's their metrics don't work. Even if like half the people decide to start turning their profiles back on, it's not a good enough gauge of sales anymore, and it appears that they are now dead in the water. Why don't you let me play a song on my violin for them? <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it's one of those things that does not affect me at all. And I have no alignment like these weird people who will align themselves to companies. <laughs> so, uh, so it's interesting to see that higher up stuff in the news trickles down to even our world in the game, in the gaming industry. True. And that's the last what bit of news world I have. Indeed. Jeremy, do, uh, Blanco, do you have any? Oh, come on. I, I saw, and I was like, ooh, 2K Studios is deve reportedly developing a new Bioshock. Interesting. Which is kind of cool, and kind of funny, because I haven't played the first trilogy. Which I, I bought it. I re-bought re it. I own... Oh, yeah, I own the collection on the PS4. Yeah, I'll play it next. I own the collection on the PS4, and I have all three of them for the PS3. I played I, most of the original, but really haven't touched the rest. Yeah, the original is really great. The second one I didn't really care for because of the dual wielding dynamic, and I just actually don't like the dual dual wielding games in general. Hmm. Um, the third one was interesting because it was kind of a different take, and I really liked it. It was probably one of the later games I played on the Xbox 360 before getting the uh, PS4. So it's a newer, yeah. it's a newer game, but I would say the first one was my favorite. Well, it it's, I mean, it definitely has a cool, you know, look to it. I I actually read um some I read a book, you know, that was a prelude to it. System Shock. Uh, <laughs> I think it was no. System no, Shock no, was no, a prelude to uh, the series. No, 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 a book. No, I know. I'm just. I'm um, it was called uh, Rapture. It was oh, how, it, yeah. how it started. That's cool. You read it? Mm -hmm. You can read? Mm, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually tried to play System <laughs> Shock uh, today. They had that at the Franklin Institute, and I forgot how freaking hard the controls are in that game. Oh, I, yeah? I challenge any of you guys to, to go back and just just look it up on YouTube. It, it's <laughs> I've already been challenged, sorry, one per week. Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, it's something else, and I, I actually own it. I rebought it on uh, Steam, and I remember playing it not too long ago. I'm like, I can't play this. <laughs> this is unplayable. <laughs> <laughs> I just I can't do it anymore. <laughs> That's funny. It's too different. That's cool though that this is uh, they're working on this. This rumor is it a rumor? Or is it actually well, happening? it's it sounds like it's happening. There's a lot. That, that, um, uh, who was it? 2K that does that. Yep. Uh, announced it that it was like had had said before that it's a permanent franchise, so it's not gonna have that, a gene though. I know, so I don't know. I don't know what form it'll take in the story, or what they're gonna do. If they're just gonna do like just the, the Bi Bioshock will be the name, and it'll just be like you know just another segment somewhere that they're just gonna fit under it. 
Probably. Yeah, I mean, from what I understand, because um, I think Ken Levine, I think it's his name, he worked yeah. on him. Yep. It wasn't so much that it needed to continue in the same way, and that's kind of why, you know, System Shock is different. System Shock 2 is kind of... Uh, that's definitely a sequel to System Shock 1. But Bioshocks, they're a little... Um, they're not the same, you know, it's not the same world or whatever. Uh, Bioshock 1 and 2 are connected, but Bioshock 3 isn't connected to the other ones from what I understand. I don't think oh, it yes, it is. It is. Oh, yes. There must always be a man in a lighthouse. Uh, okay. No, it is very much connected. But you know what I mean, it's not like the same character. No, same world. Yes, and I think they're all probably in the same world, and, you know, System Shock's probably far, far into the future. Um, but, you know, they, they can do whatever they want, it seems, you know what I mean? They can, they, they can just create a whole new thing, and I think that's fine for Bioshock. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. We'll see if they actually do. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But that's all my news. I got a few pieces. I'm going to start with uh, my one piece of Nintendo news. And, okay. of course, it is Pokemon news. Um, a, new, <laughs> a new Pokemon was announced, quote-unquote, air quotes. Um, name is Aurora. It is a mythical Pokemon, sort of like your Mew and your Celebi. They're the ones that don't exist but do. Uh, it is a pure electric type. It looks like an electric, like a lightning cat sort of thing. Uh, like Pikachu? No, Pikachu's a mouse. Oh. Um, I say in air quotes announced because we actually knew about this Pokemon when... Um, was it Sun and Moon? Or was it just with Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon? It may have just been Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, uh, but Zorora was already in the data for the game when the game came out. Uh, so people knew it was coming. People knew everything about it down to its stats and moves. Um, so anyone who even remotely has their ear to the ground. This isn't earth-shattering news for them. Um, but they they announced it as a tie-in with the next movie coming out this summer, uh, announcing that Zorora will have some sort of role in the movie. Uh, so that's really about it. It's not that exciting because I knew about it already. <laughs> I, I, I see a lot of people saying, like, in the future, like, we we get why they do it, why they put these Pokemon in there at, the, at launch, but... Mm -hmm. So they don't have to update the game every time they release a new Pokemon, but I would give that up to keep the surprise. I can dig that. I, I I have no problem downloading an update if it meant I was genuinely surprised at a new Pokemon. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I mean, a, a surprise is always worth it. Well, I shouldn't say always, but nine times out of ten is worth it. Exactly. Uh, so that's really it there. Um piece of interesting news, um, Shadow of War was kind of a topic of discussion with the whole loot box situation. <laughs> um, and Warner Brothers has announced they will be removing uh, the microtransactions from the game in May. Really? Uh, yes. So, I mean, that's that's good. That's clearly good news that the, these um, predatory practices are being pulled out of games. But so everyone altogether is, gone. Yes. Not even cosmetic. I don't believe so. Uh, the wow. monolith will be permanently removing gold, which was the currency you could buy, war chests, and the market itself. Hmm. No shit. On May eighth, 
but as a lot of people are pointing out, well, yeah, of course they're removing it now. They've made all the money they're going to make off of this game, and now they're doing it to look like the good guy. Yeah, well, baby so, steps. Uh, yes, yes, thank you, Battlefront 2. Uh, yes, um, but that's a little interesting thing. It is. I mean, that's some, well... Uh, there will be, speaking of Battlefront 2, uh, there will oh. be an update, I think, next week or within the next two weeks. They're calling it the Night on Endor uh, update. This brings back crystals, which was the currency you could buy to purchase loot boxes. <laughs> um, so microtransactions are back. Uh, but Thank you, EA. Crystals can only be used to buy cosmetic items. Um this update brings a slew of what they're calling appearances, and the examples they give are the uh, Endor outfits for Han and Leia, but they said there will be others as well. Uh, you can also buy them using the in-game currency, but you know there's going to be a markup. Mm -hmm. The real big um, pull of this is a new game mode that is coming out. Uh, what is it called? Uh, Ewok Hunt. Ewok Hunt? Yes. Um, think of it like uh, zombies, like a, like a zombie mode. Um, you have Except a you're team hunting of hunting Ewok. Well, you have a team of Ewoks and you have a team of stormtroopers. Oh. Um, the Ewoks' goal is to eliminate all the stormtroopers, and the stormtroopers' goal is to survive until the time runs out. Uh, but every time a stormtrooper dies, another Ewok spawns. Oh, that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so, I mean, this actually sounds pretty interesting, and this is uh, the first mode, I think, ever that has let you play as an Ewok. No, now you know what, I think this? the original Battlefront 2, I think there was is one map. Is it a map. free update? Yes, free update. Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, so well, I'm, that, still not, I'm still not buying the game. That's, that's fair. Um, next week, update coming next week. Is there an actual date on this? April 18th. Uh, so that's a thing. Um, That's cool. That sounds like fun, but like I said, one of us has to have some freaking self-respect and not buy an EA game. Sure as fuck ain't me. Um, <laughs> uh, a little bit of weird news, and I kind of brought this up to you guys earlier mm -hmm. today. Um, clearly, Minecraft is on everything that has a screen, uh, <laughs> Yeah. which also means the Switch. Uh, we've been seeing some kind of... not. I'm not going to say weird. Very interesting crossovers uh, with, like, the Banjo-Kazooie skins showing up on the Switch and now the Halo and Master Chief skins showing up on the Switch. Uh, but now, when the, as they're getting ready to roll out their big cross-play update, they, of course, announced that you were going to have to sign in on your Switch. You have to sign into your Xbox Live account to do it. But mm -hmm. as an extension of this, uh, you will, while playing on the Switch, be earning Xbox Live achievements for Minecraft. Uh, mm. uh, that's just strange. Uh, yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> I said, there's nothing odd about this. This is fine. There's nothing wrong with this. <laughs> no, it's, it's just... just very weird. Yeah. So, yeah, for those... Uh, I, I, I don't even know how to twist this. This is just weird. Uh, so... 
player. So, so Nintendo is, is is going to use uh, Microsoft Microsoft servers for crossplay. Huh. Yeah, players will sign into an Xbox Live account and accrue gamer score even in the Switch version. Huh. I mean, I guess in a way, if you're thinking about it, Microsoft it, owns the IP, right? They own the mm-hmm. Microsoft property. So, as far as you know, <laughs> it's interesting because I was thinking about this and talking about this with my friend um, Jesse because we were talking about Halo. And, you know, why isn't Halo on PC or other things? You know, why is it got to be, you know, just the Xbox? And I think Microsoft could do things, great things, if they moved some of their properties across platforms. Um, and obviously, my, Minecraft's already cross-platform. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they're letting you, like, retain something like that, like an achievement... I, I think it's cool. It's weird, but I, I mean, doesn't does the Switch have achievements yet? No, I don't know. Uh, only I don't if, think only so. if the specific game you're playing has them built into. Right. It. So there's no an over encompassing. Okay. Yeah. So I guess in that regard, it makes it's it makes sense that you can do that, but it is really weird <laughs> that they would both. I have nothing this. negative to say about this. No, and I kind of wish they would get along more this way. All these companies. <laughs> they may start. Well, Sony's never gonna. <laughs> well, fu- well, yeah, not Sony, but let let's see where Smash Bros goes. Uh, yeah. Well, let me uh, do me. Let me ask you this then. Um, That's okay. I'll playing, sit over here. Playing devil's advocate, and since you you brought it up, if Microsoft were to spread Halo around, wouldn't that just ruin the exclusivity and the reason, like to? Guarantee a sale on the on the uh, guarantee a sale of an Xbox console to people who were like fully vested in uh, Halo. I have well, an opinion I th- here. I think the thing is we don't want pest opinion. That's the most <laughs> important thing. If we're being if, if things are historical here, okay, and history has always said hardware doesn't make the money. Hardware gets the games and the houses. Okay, the software is right. where you make the money. So, mm-hmm. in a way, if you're able to sell double the amount of software uh, because you can now push it to a different console, I think you'd make up your money and then some for that hardware, which is already dragging mm-hmm. you down. But I was referring more so to PCs uh, and Xbox One, allowing the the games to be on both. Yeah, because of course oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, what's wrong with that? <laughs> I have no problem with that. I was just... Nothing matters, Grace. You keep going. Did you hear Pest over there? He's so negative. <laughs> negative Nelly. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's my, my point. I, I think software is still the king uh, of making money for these people, and, and the hardware is really just to get the software into the house. Um, if they can already get the software into the house, I think it's a matter of control as well. I think you can't control if your uh, competitor is going to put that hardware in that house you can guarantee that you're going to try your hardest to sell your own brand or, or hardware to get it into that house. You know what I mean? So I think it's a catch-22, but I don't know. I really think that exclu- exclusivities for hardware is stupid. But it brings people to to buy that hardware, though. Oh, Pess, what were, what were you going to say? Did you miss my point where I said that I don't think the hardware makes them any money? It loses money, though? They, they lose I know, money on I know, hardware. I know. I know. I know they lose money on hardware, especially in the beginning, but it's it's a way to 
pull people to your hardware to help make up the 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 loss that you have in the in the opening volley. But you wouldn't have that loss if you just made games, made software that runs on other things. You know what I'm saying? So you think you should, they should think they should like bet? Well, I don't think they should stop making hardware. I just think that they could still make. I think they'd make more profit. I think the the profit would be there because no matter what, if you're a Sony guy, mm-hmm. you're not going to buy a Microsoft console. That's just the way it is. If you're a Microsoft guy, you're not going to buy a Sony console. That is just the way it is. Uh, there are people who bleed the lines like all of us on this podcast here. Uh, right. We're not crazy. Uh, <laughs> but there are people who are you know brand-oriented. They just they, they stick with what they know. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, if that's your thing, fine. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't think that's going to change anything. So it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter <laughs> for those people. No matter what, they're gonna they're gonna buy what they want to buy. Okay, I got it's you. a losing I battle, you. I guess. That's what All I'm right. saying. In that in that way. Pissed. I did have an opinion, but um, Doomy's comments actually swayed me. Really? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a Would you like to comment on Doomy's comments? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. He he was right. Wow. To a point. To a point. Wow. That's I, a bad we, precedent to start. Th- th- um, I mean, we're going to have that on recording. Now, my only little caveat there is while you say um, systems don't make a lot of money and they should probably spread around, um, I think exclusivity works really well for Nintendo just because their exclusives are as strong as they are. Nintendo is a different beast, I think, yeah, because they're, Nintendo... Yeah, they're, they're an anomaly in this, but if we are just talking about Xbox and PlayStation, right. I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, no, I, I agree in the same same way, in the same regards, because Nintendo is very different from, and even how they they manage themselves, they're very different from uh, Sony and Microsoft. So, yeah, I, I'm quite fine with just Nintendo being Nintendo and doing their thing, especially with mm-hmm. how well the Switch has been doing and the games that coming out for it have been great. So Absolutely. Just keep, Nintendo, keep doing what you're doing and, and you know, taking my money. Man, E3 is going to be nuts. And charging us more for your games? <laughs> no, just just for the consoles, uh, just for the just for the accessories. Oh God! I didn't... Yeah. You know, it was yeah. pretty bad when I saw uh, a notification that the Pro controller was down to sixty bucks, and I went, "Oh, that's pretty cheap." <laughs> yeah. And then oh I realized God. what I had just said. Um, my last bit of news is something I am personally very very excited for. Um, I've been w- hoping and waiting for this announcement for a while, and I finally got it. It was something I was able to like really connect with my sister over because it was a big part of our childhood. Um, mm-hmm. Spyro the Dragon, the Reignited Trilogy was announced. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Ba, 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 ba. The original three Spyro the Dragon games were such a huge part of my childhood, going over and playing them at my father's house on the weekends. Um, it tantamount. It's it's almost as big in, in my mind as Mario is. It was it was that present. It was a, a huge a part. Yeah, it was a huge part of my oldest uh, childhood as well because uh, it's the first game he played. It's the first PlayStation game, and he played it when he was like three and a half. He, he was playing that game. Yeah, it was one of my. It was one of my, if not my first PlayStation game as well. All I kept hearing was Rip Tour, Rip Tour. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So once this got announced, I was be, be beside myself. Um, I, I'm very excited for this game. Uh, my one big wish, and it was something Crash Bandicoot didn't do, 
Um, I'm hoping this game has closed captioning. Uh, I was actually surprised that Crash Bandicoot didn't have that since it was released in 2017. Um, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping this game is more story driven than Crash, so I'm hoping. Yeah. They add nice. them, but my fiance also loved playing them, but she was always lost because she didn't know what anyone was saying. Uh, so I, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, there's more cutscenes, more dialogue in this, in the first game alone than I think there is in like the f three Crash Bandicoot games. So we'll see. You should write them and and, and say, please put it in. Yeah, I've, I've been thinking about it. I've just been trying to figure out what is going to be the best way to reach out to them. Twitter. You'll probably get a bunch of people. Yeah, I was thinking Twitter about probably that. would be. A lot of retweets. That's really mm -hmm. what seems to get companies to do what they should be doing in the first place is to head over to Twitter. Not that True. I think they wouldn't do it. I'm just hoping they do. It's probably one of those things that they just don't think about. I mean, subtitles in, in games, you know, I usually turn them off myself because, you know, I, I play with the audio on, but I completely, under, I don't, I don't think about myself. Mm -hmm. Or I should say, I'm only thinking about myself when I think about those things because, you know, I, I can, I can hear and I, I never thought of it that way, and it's kind of crazy that yeah, it's, it's not, not something you really like think that. about until, uh, unless it's in your life. Yeah. So I don't yeah. begrudge people who go, who don't think about it. Yeah. I, no, I, I didn't think about it until you know, we got together. Exactly. I leave the subtitles on. I figured you did. You're weird. <laughs> you like to um, read. <laughs> but that is the last. Uh, that's the last bit of news I had. Okay, so I, I've been doing the Facebook stuff this week, uh, taking over from Blanco because he was just crashing and burning. And, yes, and he he's, was. He's going to be doing the, the mixing, and I'm sure he'll equally crash and burn there. Yes, he will. It's always a hot mess to to mix our shit. Um, yes. So I wrote up. I was cleaning things up, and I was writing up our bios because they were, they were old. They didn't reflect uh, the past being on the show, so I wanted to just do a quick you know, little bios, and I also did you know a few favorite games uh, picks that each of us have, and yes. we kind of wanted to talk about that real quick. Uh, so why don't you start us off, oh, real Blanco? Quick. Should we wait? <laughs> why don't you start us off, Blanco? We are at the hour mark. We don't have to do it real quick. I, I just. Uh... <laughs> Uh, it's three games each, so I don't know how, how long it's going to take. But go ahead. Go oh, ahead I, have go. More. I have more. I have a hundred. Okay. Yeah, I know. That's the problem. I mean, it's really hard to whittle it down to this. this uh... I bet your hundred list is better than IGN's. Oh, my God. Oh, that was a Jesus hot mess. Jesus Christ. What a hot mess. Yeah. Look, Tetris is important, but it's not better than Final Fantasy VII, Mass Effect Two, anything that has a single line of dialogue. Yeah. All right. We're going to digress. Sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Which we always do. Yes, but I agree with you. That, that, duh. Let's agree to digress. <sighs> yeah. All right, Pest, kick us off. No, I was telling you, you to go, Blanco. Oh, me? Yes. Yeah, oh, long winded as hell. Yeah, you go first. How many times did I say that, Pest? It was like yeah. at least three I, times. I don't, I don't actually really listen when we do this show. <laughs> I don't listen to you, do me? I'm like reading my <laughs> comics most of the time. Oh, boy. Um, all right. Quick, Legend of Zelda was definitely one. Uh, that was the first game where, like, it, you know, when when my, I don't know, God, when it came out, I was like eight. I forget how old I was. 
uh, to see like the size of the map that pulled out of Nintendo Power, I was like, a game map can't get any bigger than this. This is amazing. <laughs> you know, all the wandering around you could do, even though, I mean, nowadays, like, that's like a given. You know, the little secrets and things you could find if you burn it, you, you know, by burning a tree or planting a bomb by the by a wall. Like, it just, it was such a large game to me at the time that I was like, I can't believe how awesome this is. I mean, there had to have been hundreds of hours put into it. I mean, I know when I, the first time I finished it, and it starts the master quest, I immediately continued. Like, I didn't stop. I just kept going. It was just, I just, you know, that was like, that was a, that was a phenomenal time for me. Definitely. Um, I mean, there was, there's also a lot of, plenty of other, a lot of cool NES games that were, that I played at the time, but like, I think, I think Zelda has to be given a, a definite nod for, you know, just at the time for like what, you know, looking at what the scope you got out of it. Yeah. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog is always going to be a favorite of mine. Yep. Um, I I, lo I love Sonic. Um, I bought the Genesis because of Sonic. Um, it, it was just it was it was a neat, very very cool kinetic game. Like how it just quickly everything moved. Mm -hmm. How it just like you know it was just it was just a lot of fun. Kind of like you know, just really made you want to stay in it. it for a side scroller. Um, from there. I would say the Ratchet and Clank series. That's like, you know, PS2, 3, and 4. Very good pick. These are completely uh, different from the, the, the games that are on <laughs> your list. I updated <laughs> I fixed it. He's had time to it. revise. Um, I love the story in them. I love the humor, the art direction. Uh, you know, naturally, these are much, you know, more evolved games than uh, Sonic and, and Zelda. Um, the dialogue alone was was very very funny. Uh, the characters were really enjoyable to watch on the cutscenes and all, and the games were a lot of fun. Um, I, uh, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn uh, was my current favorite game, like running around now. Like I just thought it was an immensely awesome game. Thought the again with the art direction to it, the color palette, the the world envision, like just the story to it, it was really 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 good. And uh, going with that with the story, uh, Mass Effect. Um, I would say the trilogy probably is the best way to do it, but Mass Effect 2 stood out yeah. as a phenomenal game. Yes. Um, I, I, I absolutely enjoyed the first one, had a so much fun with it, loved the story. The second one blew my mind, and the third one made me sad. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> The third one, I just was. I think I even told you, doing a bunch of times, like I just want to finish this. Yeah, that's I just want to get through this. I was. Um, but this, but Mass Effect game. Two was brilliantly written. Yes. Um, it, you know, it's funny. You said you played uh, Zelda through, and then you started playing the Master Quest. I played mm -hmm. Mass Effect Two through, and immediately started a new game save. I went right to Mass Effect Three. Yeah, see, I played Mass Effect 2 before Mass Effect 3 came out, so I had to wait. <laughs> yeah, if I had to wait in a different story, I would think, because the game was... I don't think there's really anything bad about the game. It was just like... Amazing. Yeah, I mean, I, not perfect. counting like glitches or whatever that happened. You know, Even the glitches were perfect. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it was, it was so much fun. that like The story was so immersive, and that's one, that was something I was just like, I can't believe this is a game. Yeah. How 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 it just pulled you so far in. So those would be my favorites that I will, um, you know. May I interject before we move on to the next person? 
You may. Uh, there's been a, there's a little bit of news that has just come out. It appears that Sega is doing some sort of uh, announcement stream or something. Uh, two, there's there's three announcements here. Uh, two of them I I'm going to categorize as notable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shenmue one and two are announced to be coming to the PS4. <laughs> no kidding. This year. Nice. Um, and Sega just announced the Mega Drive Mini. Now, are they going to piggyback wow. on that one company that already made the uh, made the Genesis like little yeah box already? Oh, that I don't know. I'm just looking at a tweet. Still pretty cool though. Uh, and then um, a, a, some game, a collection of games called uh, Sega Ages, will be coming to uh, the Switch. It includes games from the series of Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, Thunder Thunder Fans? I don't know, that logo's stupid. Um, (laughs) And Fantasy Star. Nice. And more will be coming to the Switch. And more. And that is announced for uh, US, Europe, and Japan. Um, I I don't know if there has been localization announced yet for Shenmue or the Mega Drive Mini. But I just wanted to share that. I know you guys are Sega fans. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. Sega rules. Sega. That's maybe that's what I should do next is uh, finish that that Mega Drive Mini or well, Genesis Mini. <laughs> yeah, you should. I have this little USB hub, and I can turn it into a, you know one of those things I do. You should. I should. Maybe I should. Do it now. Maybe I will. You maybe I'll only put. This. Maybe I will only put Genesis games on it. It'd be weird. <laughs> only put Super Nintendo games on it. <laughs> that would be, yes. <laughs> uh, but make sure it has blast processing. All right, so who's, who wants to go next? I can go next if you want. Yeah, you go next. Okay, so uh, just to preface, a lot of my picks are because of nostalgia. Um, you know, I think things change as you get older and... I don't know. I, a lot of my picks are definitely nostalgia, and I'm not just picking games where I think they should be um, on my list, if that makes any sense. It does. Okay. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 1 for the PlayStation 1. Good pick. Um, huge, mm-hmm. huge game at the time for me. Um, the PlayStation, I think, was going up against the N64, um, and... You know, I don't. I don't know how well the N64 was and doing. the Saturn. <laughs> Saturn was dead by then, unfortunately. Shut up. <laughs> it, it was just one of those, those bigger titles for the console, and it really kind of opened up what you'd think of a story-driven game could be, because mm-hmm. it was so epic. And you know, Kojima. I remember reading an article in Next Generation magazine. I think it was. And Kojima was talking about like the percentages of what his ideas are and what he can cram into a game. And the original Metal Gear on the uh, whatever PC platform it was in Japan, I forget, before it came to the uh, NES, uh, he could only get like 13%, he said, or 12% of his ideas into that game. And then in Metal Gear Solid 1, he, f- he could get like 60%. You know, this is really cool. I remember reading that article and thinking, you know, wow, if this is only 60%, this is such a huge deal. This is amazing. 
Um, oh yeah. So at the time, it, and it didn't look great. I, I remember at the time thinking, uh, seeing screenshots from the Japanese version, thinking, eh, you know, it's it looks all right, I guess. And they did a little bit better with the American version. They cleaned it up a little bit, um, but it didn't matter because they were doing things on a scale that was so big, uh, so much bigger than you, you'd see on on this console at the time, um, like fighting Rex at the end, or even like running up Rex uh, towards the end of the game and getting the codes. Outstanding. Um, so that's that's my one of my picks. Uh, see, Good Elder, one. Yep. Uh, Elder Scrolls for Oblivion. For the 360 is what I played it on. I didn't play it on PC. I played it on 360. I remember going to GameStop uh, let's see, 19, or no, it wasn't 19, it was 2006, 2005, I forget when this console came out, I think 2005, so I, it would have been January, February of 2006, I remember going to GameStop and saying to the guy there, like, you know, I'm, I'm ready for Oblivion, where the hell is it, and it was delayed, and I was just <laughs> so bummed, I was yeah. so bummed, because <laughs> this is one of those games I didn't know anything about, other than that Morrowind was, was the game that came before it, you know, and I wasn't really sure... You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I played Morrowind a lot before it, but I wasn't sure if they're going to continue on with the same style, all that stuff. Um, so I was just really excited from the screenshots and saw all the information. Uh, but finally, when I did get it, it's one of those games, and it, much like Metal Gear for the 360, when you get out of the sewers in Oblivion and you just see the landscape and you see how big that main yeah. map is, it's yeah. just... That, that feeling is it's hard to put into words it's just amazing you, know, you look around like wow I've been wanting something like this for years I wanted something like this for Fable this is what I wanted for Fable for Fable? yeah I kept saying that this is what Fable should have been and <laughs> <laughs> in, in this regard you know like this this world this huge world um, yeah so I, I absolutely adore Oblivion to this day I think it's the best Elder Scrolls game uh I think it's a great uh, action RPG, and it's just, even with all its glitches, because it's got tons and tons and tons of bugs, uh, it's still an amazing game. Uh, let's see. I will Going... say it probably had some of my favorite faction quests. Oh my god, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I, I would go, what would I do? I, I would restart characters, and create new characters, uh, and I would just do the same shit over and over again. Like, I remember saying to myself, why do I keep doing the same shit? Like, I always go to the Thieves Guild. Then I would always do the Mages Guild. And I just loved how those guilds were set up versus how Skyrim's felt really empty to me. Um, hmm. It just, I don't know, it was really, it was cool. I, I really I really dug it. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I got to say about that. Uh, Silent Hill 2 for the PlayStation uh, 2. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, so I had played Silent Hill 1 on the PlayStation years before this came out. Uh, I think it was 2002 when the second game came out, maybe 2001. And I liked Silent Hill 1, but it was one of those really hard games to get into because it was rough. Very rough-looking game. Controls were rough. Hard. Very hard game. The second one was way more accessible, and immediately I just loved the environment and the like atmosphere of this game. And you got to remember, this is back in you know early 2000s, so... I thought this game looked amazing at the time. You know, that first scene when James is looking in the mirror in the uh, pit stop where he crashed, it just looked, it looked stellar to me. It looked creepy, and I, I love it. I love the 
the fact that it's a not a hero in these games. It's almost just like a regular Joe thrown into this world that is basically their own design, like the demons of their own design are in these worlds. And they have to either find their way out or get stuck in this purgatory. And I, I love that idea. I, I hate games where it's it's a hero. He's 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 an American hero. You know what I mean? Like it's just boring as hell. I hate that mm-hmm. stuff. It's like Cyclops versus Wolverine, or Superman versus Batman. You know, I always like the the anti-hero, the not so hero guy, but he's still a good guy kind of thing. And I don't know, Silent Hill. <laughs> the reluctant like that. hero. Yeah, and Silent Hill felt like that, but you find out that you know. Not really great guy, you know. He killed his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, if you haven't played Silent Hill 2 yet, then I don't know if I'm really spoiling it for you. Uh, it's just got the, one of those weird, like, skews to it. Like this whole story, just doesn't feel right. Things don't feel right, even when it's not in the the, the bad version of the of the world. When the things are in the normal version, we'll say. Um, mm-hmm. It there's just like the skew to the characters, they're all kind of mad in their head, um, and I, I don't know. I, I dig it. It's just one of those nostalgic games, and my oldest is actually now going through and playing them. He refuses oh, to cool. play the first. <laughs> oh, yeah. I get it, but I really wish he would because the first has some really cool stuff in it. Um, I've recently gone back and played through it times. Um, but yeah, he's he's going back and playing the uh, the series now. But I actually really like the series as a whole. But the second one is definitely my my top uh, for that series. And I'm gonna leave it there because I think I've talked enough about. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I guess that leaves me. It does, unless there's a fourth. Yeah. Uh, no, my fiance won't let me do that. <laughs> Hiyo. Um. So I have I've got my three games. Um, I'm going to start with my favorite series. Um, clearly, Pokemon has to be on this list somewhere. Um, I have put my favorite as uh, Pokemon Black and White. Each of the Pokemon games, they play very similarly to each other. Um, the core of Pokemon hasn't really changed in the 20-some-odd years it's been out. Uh, but what Black and White really stood out to me was the story... And I felt like they had actually made their first good character ever in that game. Uh, And that character would be... uh, His name was the letter N. N? Yes. Um, I don't... It was just really good character development for a character in a Pokemon game. Hmm. Um, All right. Like he was, he he was set up to be pretty much the main antagonist of the game, but he never felt antagonizing. Like his reasons for doing what he was doing made you think, and he he's he's still my favorite, my favorite um, Pokemon character, and. I don't know. They they've really never struck gold like that since, um, which I feel is sad because uh, now we know that they're able. <laughs> uh, mm. But but the story of black and white, um, 
makes that easily my favorite Pokemon game in the series. Um, honorable mention to Heart Gold and Soul Silver, that had the most beautiful sprite work in the series, and the last game to really use standstill sprites. Oh, sprites! I remember those. Um, next up sprites. on my list. Um, I have a very recent game, uh, Persona 5. Ah, uh, uh, yes. At, Never I, heard of it. No, no. It's very obscure. <laughs> um, this... And and I, I, I don't think it's just because it's recent, but this is one of... This is the best JRPG I, I have ever played. Uh, the mechanics were just refined to what I would call perfection. The combat system worked beautifully. The game itself oozed with style. The soundtrack was phenomenal. Yeah. It, mm. It's just such a good game. And I've played through Persona 4. I've played all the spinoffs. I've sort of played through Persona 3. Um... So clearly, I'm a fan of the series. Um, but clearly, I, I, I'd like to think, even if I had just gone into this as my first Persona game, it would still just be as high on my list. My only complaint with that game is it's not on the Switch. Yes, I'm hoping something happens. I I would love to have that on the Switch, just to have it on the go. Yep. Um. Truly phenomenal game. Um, and last one on my list actually kind of goes head to head with you, Doomy, um, because I have Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Oh, yes. On my list. Um, You're not tired of that game yet? No, in fact, while we were recording, I bought it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, well done. I, I don't. I don't. I can't. I can't say why. Really, it's better than Oblivion because I played the hell out of Oblivion as well. Um, I like the. I actually like the streamlined skill system. Oh. And I. I prefer the. The style, the graphical style that they chose with Skyrim, the more dirty realism. Gotcha. Than the puffy fairy tale of Oblivion. <laughs> um, but I like those big open RPGs where you can you can do as you please. If you yeah. just want to role play yourself as some wanderer who goes in and just becomes the world's best blacksmith, fucking go ahead. <laughs> ha eat your heart out, champ. I know somebody who's done that. Yeah. Uh, or you can not blacksmithing, but yeah. Or you can go in and uh, do the story, and and I always prefer them to Fallout, especially the recent Fallout Four. I feel like Fallout Four's faction yeah. quests were so disappointing, Very. where because they tied into the main story. Where in the Elder Scrolls, they are autonomous. They are separate. They are their own exactly. story. So I always, pre I, I always preferred that. And I've poured so many goddamn hours into Skyrim. 
<laughs> and I'm just going to keep pouring hours into Skyrim until the next one comes out. And I play the shit out of that one. See, he, the next one's not going to come out. He's part of the problem. That's why they keep yeah. releasing it. That's why there is going to be a next one. Oh, that's, uh. that's a bunch of bullshit. Well, they think, they think, the rumor is that this E3, we're going to hear about it. We'll see. Exactly. Yeah. My, this, I just, what we're uh, going to hear about is Skyrim 1.5. Just to make sure that everybody knows, I like Skyrim as well. I just prefer Oblivion. And I think a great deal of that, again, is because of nostalgia. Um, but I, I also think that Oblivion is a better Elder Scrolls game. Because when you think about what Elder Scrolls is, it's an RPG first. And then after that, it's other things. Hmm. And I don't think Skyrim is more worried about being an RPG. It's more worried about being sold to people who like Call of Duty or, you know, who aren't as into those action RPGs that, you know, you and I are pests. You know, they're, they're a harder sell. And I think Bethesda did a really good job with Skyrim to get a lot of people on board with an Elder Scrolls game. No, that's, that's very true. Uh, Skyrim is very streamlined. Me. And that, that bothers me, because I, I prefer the way Oblivion was set up um, through and through. And it, it wasn't all, you know, rainbows either. I mean, when you shoot an arrow in Skyrim, you get such a satisfying thunk sound and feel that you hit something. <laughs> in Oblivion, you got nothing. You don't feel you don't feel anything when you shoot a, a bow. It, it's not as great. It's not as good. It's still fun. Uh, and there's a lot of different little things like that that come across way better in Skyrim. So they, they've got the action down pat. I guess yeah. it was, it's just the, it's a personal thing, you know, and you're not wrong and I'm not wrong. Um, it's just no, what you prefer. Everyone has different Blanco's tastes in games. Yeah, well, wrong. Yes. I mean, yeah. But he everyone has... Play, he didn't even play Fallout 3. That's all no. right. New Vegas is where it's at. Oh, God. How can you say that? <laughs> because they also made the best KOTOR game. What? What? They made Knights what? of the Old Republic too. See, I don't, I don't like uh, New Vegas at all. I Why? tried. I don't know. I've tried so much, and you know, I, I've talked to several people who are weird like me. Um, I just couldn't get into it. I always get stumbled in the beginning of, of New Vegas. It's. I don't know. If it's, I feel uh, I'm that way with every. Every Elder Scrolls game, where the beginning... You're, you're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, I don't know. I just couldn't get into it. I didn't like the fact you had to dress up different ways to fit into the factions. You know what I mean? Like in uh, mm. like the towns, you had to put on their clothes so they wouldn't attack you. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. That was kind of annoying. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe one day I'll go back and I'll play it. I have it for everything. Just like, you know, I have it for the 360. I have it for... PC. Yeah, New Vegas is definitely my favorite Fallout game. Had a lot of fun with 4. Had a lot of fun with it. But man, New Vegas is where it's at. You gotta admit though, 3 is way better than 4. Never actually played through 3. Oh because my god. It, after playing through New Vegas, I couldn't. Why? I don't know. <laughs> and your head in shame. I, I, I don't know, but I, I don't think I'll ever be able to go back and actually play it. Gotcha. <laughs> Wow. That's a good set of lists there, guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then. Well, what did you guys think of our lists and the news we talked about? Head over to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash humblebazooka. 
or go to humblebazooka.com. There we have links to Facebook and Twitter. And you can leave us comments there. You can also leave us reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, since we are available on both. And you can also find me on Super Podcast of Magnifico with Juan Dejo of the Amazing Squirrel and Grady Magnifico. So until next time, say goodbye, guys.